0: Friend named Lee. <laughs> We're talking fucking Lee. Is that Tenacious D had a song called Lee? Don't
1: don't know that one. Don't know it. No. Like Think just it? serenading our guest. Oh, no, I'm it? glad you
0: don't know it because that was atrocious. Yeah. Welcome to the studio, Lee of Lee's Auto Detailing. Thanks for having me. No worries at all, mate. Been anticipating this one for a while, so great to have you on board, mate. Yep. No scoop. Adrian, still, I'm still here, still at home, sitting there on the in the corner on the monitor, mate. I can see you her from here. Yeah, still you know. here.
2: Maybe you just need to put that on the projector, Scotty, and then I'll be there. And
0: oh, imagine that! Oh, <laughs> have a giant AO on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be phenomenal.
2: Yeah, keep, keep talking. <clears throat> I might try that. So, there you go, mate. Well, thanks for coming in.
3: No, thanks for having us here, mate. It's good.
2: Yeah. Um, bit of a different episode. This one, no mag, no nothing, just a chat with with a bloke.
3: You
0: yeah.
2: probably
0: need to do more of it. Yeah, well, people would have heard you mentioned anyway and your business mentioned in relation to uh, Jamie's Camaro and a few other cars that you've been detailing. So yeah. our listeners would already be aware that you exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, welcome on board, Mr. Lee Bailey.
1: Um, UK uh, expat? We've, ah, we've, we've, oh, look at we've, it. There we oh, go. i got a big know. A.O.
0: in the corner. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks weird. Yeah, well I think I was sort of saying at the time too when um sort of realised Jamie's car was coming up here to get detailed and thought, oh, well, we'd probably drive past a few detailers to come to the bloke that's gonna clean that car. So Yeah, well there's about
3: 30, 40 of detailers in Ballarat. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. yeah and between Melton and here there'll be a few, so I, I
1: did it for ten years. Ballarat yeah. right, Holden, new cars.
3: Uh, no, I'll, Detailer, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, not much paint correction uh, shit going on there, mate. Nah, <laughs> yeah. There's
3: not much anything going on in dealerships, but yeah. But, no, your work is phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Yeah, and so- just,
0: you know, again, people that were paying attention, probably even last episode I might have mentioned it, but uh, Jamie's Camaro rolled into St Anne's where he cars are pumping dust all over the place, and, yeah, he won the sponsor's choice with that car, so.
3: Yeah, no, I saw just- the post on Facebook, and, yeah, that was – Real good. Yeah. And that's what I've sort of been telling people too. You know, it's not how clean it
0: is when you pick it up, it's what happens from there on. Yeah. Like it's just easy to maintain, easy to keep it looking fine. So, Uh, good stuff. So, uh, while you're here,
2: mate, before we get on to our eight
0: questions, can you hear me? Oh, have I got you? Hello. I think we've lost your audio, mate, since we moved you to the wall. Yeah, I'll put you back over there. you there?
2: Hello. Yeah,
0: yep. yeah, got you now. Uh, we, we can't hear you when we can see you're on the yeah, wall. Just, I'm better off on the small screen.
2: Uh, um, maybe before we get into the eight questions, uh, Lee, you want to tell us a bit, Oh, well, well, you're obviously not from around here, but tell us a bit about your background, how you got into the detailing and how long has it taken you to master the, I know, do you ever master the art of detailing or is it an ongoing
3: um, You're I'm always process. chasing perfection, knowing I'm never going to get it. Yeah. That's, that's the downside to it. I'm never happy with my work, always want it better, even though I know that I've done all I can to get it to where I got it to. Um, but yeah, so it sort of, it sort of keeps pushing me to try and better myself and yeah, get better. So it would have started
2: obviously back in the, in the homeland.
3: Yeah. When I was a kid, about six, seven, I used to walk up and down the street with a bucket, sponge, washing people's cars up and down the road. Yeah. And, um, yeah, when I was about 13, I walked in the garage at home and my old man just finished his mini clubman that he painted and restored. Yep. And um, half of it was sanded back and the other half was just shiny as anything. And I was just mesmerised with it from since then. Yep. So, yeah, just seeing what you can bring something from and how you can get a finished product yeah, is just satisfying as anything. Yeah. I interviewed, so. interviewed Mick Looms for um, our
0: Custom Cars was basically, and Looms, is a mad-end, a you know, high-end painter. Yeah. But he loved sanding. Like well, he fell in love with sanding, the one job no-one wanted to do. Yeah. Basically, the guy that he worked for did an E-type jag, and he said, and it presented like glass, like, yeah. and the car was near new at the time, but he'd just the finish on it was enough for him to spend his whole life sanding cars That's you know, it. chasing it's,
3: perfection. A lot of people think, how can you just sit there and clean cars and polish cars? All that? Like, I have no patience for nothing. No. I, but I can sit there for, well, in Jamie's cars, Camaro, 11 days straight and just sit there and polish and yeah. just yeah, love it. And that's
0: what I sort of say too, because people don't understand what things cost. But, you know, even if you just break it down basically to say 11 days spent on that car, well, there wasn't a big, there wasn't a big earn in that for you. No, not compared to the average plumber bloody chippy or
3: whatever, like, you know, there's a lot of hours involved in getting it. Yeah, well, there was nearly a full day just putting the rubber out the inner guards and no one knew how he got there, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. Yeah, he keeps it tucked
0: nice and tight in those rears. You can't quite get your head under there for a while to see whether he's added to it since.
3: I'll (laughs) I'll take a jack out one day and lift it up and see what he's done. (laughs) Give it a tap on the quarter and see what falls out. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But yeah, now from when I was a kid and seeing my dad do that and started working for dealerships and polishing cars, and they just say, I'll just do a quick once over and I'll, yeah, all right, no worries. No, 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 I want to do more. I want to do this, I want to do that. And yeah, just work my way up from there. And yeah, that's about it.
0: There you go.
3: What sparked the move over here,
0: mate? Because 2017, was it, you moved over?
3: Mm, no.
0: We had a conversation
3: around it. I've been here 12 years, so oh, yeah. 2011, yep. February. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, my now ex-partner, so. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, I met her in the UK. She's from here. Yep. And, yeah, she was coming home, and she asked me to come with, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, and. It was pretty much my mum and dad just said, look, if you don't go, you're going to be kicking yourself the rest of your life. So go, see what it's like. If yep. you don't like it, you can come home. Yep. And, yeah, 12 years later, I'm still here. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: that's yeah, no, well, good. Probably the <clears> local <throat> local uh, Ballarat people will probably remember me. You, you, your uh, your van. It was You pretty much were um, mobile for a long time. Is that right?
3: Yeah, so I've been... Doing it on the side on weekends and evenings for a few years. I've been doing it my whole life, but when I come here, I was just doing my cars and everyone kept commenting. And then word got out and people asked if I could do cars. So I eventually brought a van, old Danny. Good old bus that thing is. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, doing mobile, um, doing a few car yards of uh, evening and then weekends. And then, yeah, everyone kept telling me to go full time. And um, I'm like, nah, there's, I don't want to lose my passion for what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, But everyone kept telling me, go for it, go for it. I'm, yeah, my – just, yeah, jumped in the deep end and went for it, and this is where we are now. Yep. Two years later, and I've had, yeah, four or five days off in two years. So There you go. <laughs> it's Fuck. been good. A couple of lads working with you as well, mate. Yeah, I've got a couple of part-time boys there now. Yep. Um, Coming through for – yeah, three, four days a week. Yep. Um, it's just nice to have a day or two to myself so I can get my stuff done and not have to worry about anyone else or yeah. anything. So, But, yeah, no. And, again, if it's your thing and you're on your game, it's pretty It'd be like a meditation nearly, just really chipping away. Yeah, right. come 5 o'clock, the boys go, and then I'm like, right, now I can do my stuff. I'll put my headphones on and just, yeah, keep going. Next time i look at it's the phone. It's pretty
2: rewarding sort of stuff, though, like, you know, I – I'd never done it before and then I had a crack at the Chevy last year sort of over winter and, you know, not really knowing what to do but, you know, sanded it back with the 1500, 2000, whatever, and then hit it with the buff and, you know, I enjoyed doing it. I had no idea what I was doing but when you see it all flat and shiny at the end, it's like, yeah, Yeah.
3: that's pretty. When you go from that orange peely dull paintwork to Mm -hmm. that glass-like shine, yeah. Just smooth and it's just, yeah. It's yeah, it's awesome.
1: You're doing those ceramic coatings too, aren't you?
3: Yeah. We're doing a hell of a lot of them at the yeah. moment, especially on new cars. Um painting well, new cars is crap at mm, the moment.
2: So. I think um Yeah, the the ceramic coat phenomenon, you know, it's gone around the internet, you see a lot of details and that saying, you know, they're putting all this on. Back in the day when I was selling cars, you know, you'd you'd sell a car, then the aftermarket girl would come over and try and sell them Ming Ming Mols, Ming <laughs> or Ming Moles. Uh, <laughs> some kind of paint <laughs> paint protection, which I honestly I don't know whether look I can't say whether it did anything or it didn't, but clearly this ceramic coat stuff is pretty phenomenal shit that they that you're putting on these cars
3: something else in it yeah it's um it's definitely come a long way from well, when I was doing it back home for dealerships they it was still paint protection around then and it was literally a sponge with a little sachet of pretty much polish in it and you put it on leave it on there for 12 hours and then wipe it off and it's done yeah um but a lot of the dealerships I don't they say that they've sold you the package but a lot of the time you don't even have it applied. Yeah. Like they're just rushing because they've got so much going on and Yeah. Um, yeah, but ceramic coating's come a hell of a long way, especially in the past ten, fifteen years. Right? Yeah. It's it actually does what it's meant to do. Yeah. So And these high these top end products kind of dictate the price as much as the hours involved, don't they? Yeah. Like that's I mean, the thing. It's yeah, it's you can buy yeah, a little like, fifty mil bottle of ceramic coating and it ranges from sixty bucks that anyone can buy off the internet, yeah, or the stuff that we buy, which can be up to four or five hundred dollars a bottle. yeah. So yeah. there's, yeah, there's good stuff and bad stuff, so yeah. yeah.
2: And like you, like you said, when I spoke to you about the the Mustang, you know, before you even do the ceramic, you've you've got to do the paint correction,
3: yeah. So that's <laughs> so the thing.
2: That's where your time is.
3: Yeah, it's a two three day process. But yeah. like people you see detailers and that they oh we'll do a ceramic coating for three hundred bucks. I can't even buy my ceramic coat for that price. So how yeah. are you doing? if you're just using a ceramic spray, then it's not a ceramic coat, but it's yeah. Yeah. But some
2: kind of quick spray on Yeah, it's just a quick detailer, a that's of all months. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just gives it a bit of hydrophobic and that's about it. But there's no actual like UV protection or against bird droppings and yeah. bugs, stuff like that. So and With with no paint correction
0: beforehand, it's probably the equivalent of me going to the uh JJ's car wash and hitting yeah. it with the high
3: pressure wax. And yeah, that's pretty much all it is. There's nothing it, you know, special in it. It's yeah, there's no hardness in it, there's no nothing. It's just mm-hmm. a quick detail of spray, give it a bit of a shine, yeah, beads of water off that, it, that's um, it.
2: The thing that opened my mind to it because I just figured oh, it's some fancy name for polish until I saw. I can't remember. Someone taped like half of a bonnet, yeah, and ceramic coated it and peeled the tape off. And it was actually like, like you could, there was an edge on it, and you could actually see it was it was almost like it was like a clear coat of paint basically yeah. on it. Like it was a thick, it was a thick hardened thing. It was like, well, there you go. That that that's that's what it is. And you know, you like I was up there. We were both up there when Jamie picked up his car. Like you'd done the engine bay, you'd done under the wheels. Uh, you've done
3: the wheels, like that's pretty amazing shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can pretty much coat anything nowadays. Um, you can do the glass, the rubbers, the plastics, mm-hmm. leather, anything. Like, the leather and fabric stuff is more pretty much just like a Scotch guard. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. help stop staining it, water-resistant, stuff like that. But anything exterior, especially the wheels, I think for the wheels and the engine, it you, you can go up to like five, 600 degrees. Yeah. Uh, so if you're giving that car a hard time, which Jamie probably does most of <laughs> the time he drives it, you know that he's gonna hold withhold the temperature and everything that he's doing. So yeah. And then when he's done, it's just the ease of cleaning and maintaining yeah. it. Gonna meet his needs. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing, like you start this out with questions about the car itself and the driver's behaviour and what are you gonna do and what you know, like yeah, basically give them options from that point.
3: Yeah, so I'll never price I always get messages and calls, oh, I just want to price for a ceramic car. I want to see the car before I price anything. Yeah. I want to see the car and know exactly what you're going to do with it, whether you're going to use it for free highway driving or you're going to be off-road, dirt roads, anything like yeah. that. How long are you going to have the car for so we can find the best coating that's going to suit you? needs for you. And the yeah, that's yeah. it. Whereas mate, some companies only use one <laughs> brand and that's it. I have two or three options that I can choose from. And right, you want this, 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 done, we'll go with this brand. Yeah. So it's, yeah, sort of, I'd rather do what's best for the customer than what's best for my pocket sort of thing. It's probably not the best thing for business, but it's, yeah. I'd rather do what's best thing for the car and the customer. So. Well, yeah, and again, I've seen you anxious, mate, wandering around at the oh. Show
0: Cars Melbourne and bloody freaking out about other people and the way they've presented cars. Yeah. And, you know, like, takes a
3: toll on a bloke too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, ne- customers always ask, are you happy with it? And I'm always saying no. no. I want it better, but... yeah. I can only work with what i got. Yeah, so. well, even when Jamie picked the car up, I remember you saying, this is the part I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and it wasn't so much yeah. about what's going, is it going to get worse from this day, but it's that, about that presentation.
3: So, yeah. Yeah, um, no. It's Just seeing that once he started smiling and his jaw dropped, I'm like, well, pay me my money. Then my drop. done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Yeah,
2: when we, we, we got there before Jamie did and walked in and was under those lights, it's like, yeah, going yeah. kind to. Of, yeah, he's, he's going to be – Pretty stoked
0: with it. Yeah, this. I think the impact for me was nearly just parked out on Caravan Street because instantly it looked too good
3: for the street. Yeah. It does, uh, black's a hard colour to work with. Yeah. Solid black as well. Right? Mm-hmm. And no one knows the history of the paintwork on that car because it was painted yeah, it was, in uh, America. No, so that's it. And it's just, oh, yeah, righto. No one knew how long it's been painted. What, it's how just, much is on there. Yeah. You know, I put it. the gauge on and there was a enough on there to do what I needed to do yep. and do it safely. Yeah. So that's all i matters So oh, Awesome. Yeah.
2: So was there – is there any like – did you just learn all this through trial and error, through your old man? Is there a school that you went to mm. or is it just all just life experience? You just know what you're doing?
3: I learned a bit from the old man. He'd done a bit of polishing and stuff and he always looked after his cars, his bikes, Um yeah, customers, because he was a mechanic, so he'd always detail their cars for them if they asked. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I got, started working for a, oh, they call it a valeting business back home, but a detailing company back home. Yeah. And he'd done a fair few dealerships. So I started off at like Fiat and Honda. Yeah. And then I kept asking the owner of the business, like, how do I get this out? How do I get this? And he was just, in, I was the only one asking these questions. So yeah, I, I right. always wanted to try and be better, better. Yeah. And he's come showing me, do this, do this, right, no worries. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm just working from Fiat and Honda up to VW Audi. Yeah. And then, yeah, right, no worries. Now you're at Porsche, Aston Martin, stuff like that. Yeah. And I was only 17, 18 at the time If that. Yeah, no. So that really no, cool. was good. That's, and yeah, he big... was just, every anything I wanted to know, yep. i just ring him up, didn't matter what time it was, and yeah. Yeah, just reward so, that initiative. Yeah. So I learned from the best and from the area I was living in, and yeah, it was good. How's
2: that go when uh, you know Audi and and the likes are asking you to detail their cars and Aston Martins and and whatnot? Is there any nerves there?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially when you're in the like, you go from Fiat and Honda, which is just a dirty, dingy shed, which is just. Yeah. You can't even see nothing. And then yeah. you're working your way up and then all of a sudden you're at like Aston Martin dealership with marble floors and lights and <laughs> yeah. you like, Do I need to take my shoes off walking in here? Or what's the go? Like <coughs> Got your yeah. very own Lee Bailey spot? Yeah, yeah. So but no, like it's we just <laughs> work between the dealerships and he's wherever I needed to go, he sent me in. Yeah, yeah, so it was good. Got it done. Yeah.
2: Oh, very good. That's good. Hmm. That's good. Or oh, should we move on to our Do the eight-question thing, mate?
0: Well, technically nine, I suppose, now. But we still call them, mate, don't we? Yeah, we we still call it the never eight. It just looks better when you talk about it. You can fire away first, mate. Yeah, no, well, we were talking had a little bit of a chat yesterday because I swung past, but you said maybe your first car memory might be nearly bike-related more so than car-related, but I'd I'd take both.
3: Yeah, (laughs) so my first bike memory was my dad got me a little Peewee 50 (laughs) and he got the old-school golf buggy, Plastic wheels, the real big wheels, and welded them on the sides. Yeah. <laughs> Stricted the the throttle, and um, yeah, chucked me on, and I was just going around around in the back garden. Yeah. Two and a half, we were saying. Yeah, two and a half, three years old. Yeah, yeah, and just kept <laughs> from there. So <laughs> that's good. Oh, yeah, back
2: in the day where you couldn't get these fancy training wheels. You, you seen the fancy training wheels they get for the pee now? It's crazy. Yeah, they're got unreal. Springs and
3: yeah, Gosh. yeah. No, these were just. Plastic golf trolley wheels, bit of rod on there, welded on the rear swing arm, and damn, um, I climbed on a Peewee eighty yesterday.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the mates, but a young bloke's got two they're playing with. There's a Suzuki, there's a yellow one, and there's a purple one. So I jumped on the purple one and went for a bit of a blast down the driveway and back. You know, it's one with gears. So what were they? They were a TTR, or they got name. Different- TTR, something. Yeah, they got a different name. Yeah, yeah not necessarily directly a Peewee, but. A cool yeah. gearbox. Yeah. So this old bearded idiot riding up the driveway yesterday would have been a sight to behold.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Video it next time. Yeah.
3: <laughs> have
0: you got a car memory? Can you remember the first time you were in a car or, you know? Yeah. Or the first time you went,
3: oh. So my mum used to have an old Land Rover, real old, clapped out thing. Yeah. She used to take take us to the horses she, and um, go and feed them and that and always used to sit in the car. And I'm pretty sure i put it in gear and turn the ignition on and put it straight through the
4: gate.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, mum come out, weren't too happy. I think she even ended up telling dad that the horse kicked the gate. And we were talking about this the other week, because I told my parents I was coming on in. We were talking about the story and dad's like, Hold on! You told me that was a horse. so like thirty seconds later, he's <laughs> <laughs> just found out that it was me for got the disco the, through the gate. But got, got you in the shit, the yeah, angel story. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> I'm halfway across the world. He can't get me a slap. So, <laughs> but. but also good too, you
0: know that you connect pretty regularly on the phone. Like you yeah. still got that, you know, the family yeah. still still going thought on. Talk
3: once so. a fortnight. So, so yeah, yeah just say alone, make sure everything's all right. And, nah, yeah. really sweet. Mother's
0: um, Day Mother's Day is that the international?
3: No, they had theirs a while ago. I oh, think yeah. I missed it, but yeah. They yeah. Did <laughs> <laughs>
0: Didn't mean to do that, that to you, man. That. That's all right. <laughs> She's used to it now. Yeah, well we are checking my <laughs> mum out of the uh, rehab facility and taking her to the Golden Crown, apparently, for lunch. So, yeah, that'd uh, be a good catch up. That's good.
3: Mm.
2: First car or in your case, you're a bit of a bike nut, so first car or bike
3: or both? So I've had bikes all the way through childhood, Um but my first car was a Vauxhall Nova 1 litre. That was my pride and joy when I was 16, I think. Yeah, the, past the, my
2: the test. The car scene over there is just so different,
0: eh? What oh. years,
3: What use years that? Vauxhall that was, was a 93, I think. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she was pretty old, rusty. Yeah, yeah should sure we have. had them here as a
0: Holden, a Polo or something, mate? Did we?
2: Uh, no, they were Toyota Camry, uh, Toyota Corollas. The Voxels would have been proper Voxels over there, I reckon. Yeah. I don't think we got any Voxel stuff till late night. We got the, uh, the Vectra's here. Astra and Vectra, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Astra and Vectra when that um, Toyota Holden partnership broke off. Well, oh, the yeah.
3: VK reminds me of a Mark I Cavalier back home, so yeah, that's yeah. why.
2: Yeah, that was, there was they took a lot of styling from those Opals. Um, the VBs, VCs, VKs were yeah, basically an Opal record. Is it a record?
0: Record, yeah. Record or something yeah, along some
2: those order. lines. Yeah, and we actually had and one run
0: around um, Ballarat too at one stage. We had a VC model one. I think even more. the VN. I think the even the VN was very
2: Opal slash, uh, yeah, could even be box I don't know. Mm.
4: Um,
2: yeah, a lot of tie ins there, mm. yeah. But, um, yeah, and first bike, it, what was your
0: with a license, maybe?
3: First, oh, uh, with <laughs> a license was a CBR Fireblade. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually rode it to do my bike test. Yeah. So I rode it to the test. And he's like, "You shouldn't be riding now, I'm like, oh, a Couple <laughs> hours, mate. I'll be alright. He's Tell like, me. "You're that confident?" Like, yeah, yeah. I'll be alright.
2: So, do they have a restricted license over there for learners on the motorbikes? No,
3: nothing. So I was. I passed my test like a week after I turned seventeen for my car. Yeah. And then two, three weeks later, I went back done with bike test. Um, and then yeah. Jumped on my CBR and I was gone. Yep. And yep. That was it. So.
2: Yeah, you can't do that here. No,
3: nah, it's just, yeah, P plates and all that. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> didn't have none of that. And so, yeah. Power restrictions. Yeah. That's 250s it. and whatever. But, With know. the cars and that back home, you're more restricted because you can't get insured on yeah. anything big size. Yeah. so I've
2: watched a few Top Gear episodes where they've spoken about, you know, young. Young drivers and, and insurance and that over there—it seems a bit of a mess.
3: Yeah, it's just a you nightmare.
2: Know well, it's not much better here. Like, you know, my my oldest, um, you know, he had a he had a Commodore. It wasn't an it was just a SB6 Commodore, so it's just a Commodore with a body kit. And his insurance was just ri- ridiculous because he was a P-plater or under twenty-five. And then he's just picked up his his Ute, which is just a Just a Rodeo ute, and even that is really high. It's like, like how how are they supposed to? I know they're a higher risk, obviously less, but you know, Mm. how are they supposed to, you know, get ahead?
3: Yeah. See, they should. If you pass your test, the first twelve months put you in like a front wheel drive car, so you don't jump in it and just go on Ken Block and I can fucking drift everywhere and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty. It's full on here compared to what it is back home, but we don't have big engines back home anyway. No, that's yeah. it. So yeah. we first spoke about you coming on, you said, Oh, you buddy
0: talking seven and a half liter, you buddy yeah, buddy ten liter engines, all of a sudden we'll be talking one liter engines. We used but- to get excited when we make <laughs> the
3: rock up in his one point eight injective Ford Escort, and we're like, yeah, that's a big engine.
0: Like, <laughs> no, no, no
3: <laughs> and before,
0: uh, before people decide to get jealous of you and what you, what you might get to drive in and out of the shed, I'm starting to realise some of the cooler things you can't quite get in. you got to stand, you've got to push them in and out.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so all the nice cars I get in, I <laughs> struggle to get in them. Um, so nine times out of ten, I get one of the boys to fit in there and move it um. about or... For the
2: listeners at home, Lee's, Lee's a pretty big unit. How tall are
3: you? Six, seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're up there. <laughs> yeah. When you had that Ferrari, yeah, you did that Ferrari. Was it the Ferrari you put up the other week? It's like, yeah, you're not getting in that car. Yeah,
3: Ferrari. <laughs> the, Corvette. the Corvettes. The Corvettes, yeah. Um, I had an original Morris Mini. And the seats didn't even latch in, they're just like the old school ones that the whole seat folds forward. Yeah, Uh, it was just easier for me to push it about, just yeah, yeah, open the door, turn the steering, and just move it, Mm -hmm. be done with it. Yeah, Yeah. anyway.
2: Um, what's
0: next? Uh,
3: mate, is as a a regretful sale or a missed opportunity? Anything you sold that
0: you wish you hadn't have or you'd have back today?
3: Yeah, I brought an XR8U, a BFU. Yep. Um, Black one. It had a brand new crate motor in it. Um, Bit of work done to it. I sold it because I was working at a quarry at the time. Yeah. Even though I coated it and detailed it, black car in a quarry quarry. just doesn't work. And I was just, it was getting damaged and I'll just move it on so someone can enjoy it before it gets wrecked. Heard to say it getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, still did it dam. Shouldn't have sold it, but. Yeah, it is what it is, so. Hmm. Uh, Favourite car that you've
0: owned, is that the one, that the red one that's sitting out the front now, mate, or is there something that really holds a special place in the heart from the earlier days? Because um, I kind of know, too, you you know, we can talk about what that is out the front, but I know you've got a hankering for something a bit more old school, too. Like yeah. The other
3: people I know, but. Um, probably my favourite car I owned was that, in Australia, was that you, I had. Yeah. Back home would have been my E36 BMW. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. That was a, I never kept cars long back home, it's just, I chopped and changed them more than I did my undies like. Yeah. It just, it's so easy to do, so. And the E36 was just a clean, clean car? Clean car, yeah. Yeah. Clean car, looked good, um, and yeah. yeah. So. Oh, uh, there you go. What do you got next, mate?
2: Um, is it current car or favorite event?
0: Well, I've got a dream car, then a current car, but current car, <coughs> dream car. Whichever one. Either way. Okay. Well, what's um,
3: a dream car? Money, no object. Ford Sierra RS500. Love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and know. well, there's a fair few, but yeah, E30 BMW M3s. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people here that would be feeling that Sierra mention anyway.
0: But yeah. again, that's kind of that's the cross continent thing, isn't it? Yeah, product? you know, that fits as well in the UK as it would in Australia. Yeah, you
2: know? E30 M3.
0: Yeah, what year is that? The M3, the M3, yeah, 80s. that's the, yeah,
2: that's the first, first of the M3s, isn't it? I'm pretty yeah. sure. No, uh. Not the very very first one, but had the pumped out guards and
3: yeah, had the box down awesome... uh yeah. guards on it. I think they only done him in left hand drive as well. So yeah, yeah, just
2: an awesome bit of kit. Mm. Yeah, very cool. Awesome bit of kit. Love them. And the Sierras, Jesus Christ, aren't they getting some money at the moment?
3: Yeah, I see one here for sale. I think it was like two hundred and forty thousand. Yeah, mm. so. Yeah, but then they had the Sapphire, which had the bigger boot on the arse end, and, yeah, they're not seem to be catching on as well as the original. so. Yeah. Yeah. So current cars, just keep going. (laughs) Current cars, I've got the VZ Club Sport, so that's. Governor. Governor, yeah. Brought it out about six months ago now. Yep. Um, spent more time polishing it and cleaning it than I have driven it. Yeah, but it's a low case. It's a good looking car. Yeah, what, what color is that? Luke? Um, Sting Red. So yeah, yeah, low case car. manual. It's, it's all I wanted. So yeah, if I buy a V eight or a turbo car, it's got to be manual. I don't want automatic. Yeah, no. so love that three pedals for the win. Yep, yeah. and I've got Danny as well danny uh mercedes veto so yeah yeah good old just, that's had a bit of a <clears throat> birthday that one
2: isn't
3: it yeah so it's just had a body kit put on it all color-coded um lowered twin exhaust Signage. put on it looks good yeah just try and get something to stand out so when people see it driving down the road it catches their eye it's just had all the new sign right put on it um that's the one. But they even
0: got a photo of it from the front, where yeah. they also showed the shooter photo of your window was the main thing with your
3: little slogan, "Where dirty cars come clean." Yep, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, now that's the that van's the longest car I've ever owned in my life. I've had it <laughs> two years, I think. So three current, years. Current bike, got current, a bike. Yeah, I've just brought a twenty two model KX four fifty. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Oh. Because they could leave me in a mess. Mm, so
2: it, <laughs> it left me in a mess last Sunday, actually. So leave uh, everybody in a mess. Yeah,
3: <laughs> had a bit of an off, so yep. scraped all my yep. arm up. and I was more worried about the sticker kit because I just had custom sticker kit put on it. And yep. I was, fuck, I hope I ain't scratched it. But yeah, I did, so I weren't too happy about it. <laughs> now I've got a nickname, Lay It Down, Leroy.
2: It's <laughs> 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 funny. There. it's good be done. Uh, favorite event? You got any have any special sort of events over
3: back home? <laughs> All you have is like um just your young bucks with their modified cars catching up. There's no real oh, events like nice. on weekly. Santa yep. Pod Raceway. We used to get up there a fair bit. Yep. Um one of my favorite ones there was Bug Jam. Oh, yeah. So it was just like the old VW Beetles, the campers. Yeah. And, but everyone was just pretty much getting stoned all the time. No one was really <laughs> driving. It was just walking around looking at cars, having a smoke. And, yeah, just the Yeah, thing. just a good vibe and just some cool cars. Like a lot of campers up there. Yeah. They had the WRX conversions in them. Yeah. So, The yeah. 68 Beetle that ended up with the WRX in yeah. the back of it
0: after I sold it. Yeah. yeah and. So. The, the Old man was spruking Volkswagens at me, and the guy that was working in his shed was a Volkswagen mechanic who bought my car and put a
3: Subaru straight in it. I said, like, Even your mate's got no faith in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. And they, yeah, like you, know, you sit there, a few of them would get up the strip throughout the day and have their three foot exhaust hanging out the back. And, yeah, yeah, it was just a good, but good weekend. The, but even the variety in the Beetle crowd. Yeah, you know, like everything from bloody
0: Volksrods through to bloody Barjars through to, yeah. you know, they're just an encompassing group
3: too. Yeah, I have the old Volkswagen Scaroccos there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a good weekend. So. Uh, excellent. What about events here? Because I know that the, the high-end show car stuff probably promotes a little bit of anxiety in this bloke. Yeah, so um, I missed Maguire's this last weekend. Yeah, I was we gutted. Did, I wanted to get too. up there, but yeah. I didn't have the time. Um, but when I went to show cars, when Jamie's car was there, yeah. even though it was a full-on day, it was probably, it was just a awesome day. Yeah. Like, yeah no. Didn't matter where you turned or anything, there was just different cars, different variety. Was a good was day, that. just, um, yeah. yeah, just a good day out looking at cars and with like-minded people, so... Yeah. As I've said a couple of times too, even the way
0: that event loads in while it's already open, you know, you don't have to wait for it to open. You know,
3: everyone's in there milling about while the place is filling up. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah, and it didn't take long to fill up either. I think they had to shut the gates at like 11 o'clock or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be right. Yeah, no, that was good. Okay, Scotty's question. Yeah, so, (laughs) um,
1: favorite TV or movie car? And also bike, if you want to throw one of those in too.
4: Yeah. Mm.
3: It's a tough call. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with, I'm not a fan of the movie, but Fast and Furious, the Skyline, the you know, 34 Skyline. I do like that. Yeah. The silver and blue um, one. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
3: yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's really good.
2: I'm just, I know it's going to be ridiculous, but I'm <laughs> going to have to go and watch the last Fast and Furious just <laughs> I just need closure.
3: <laughs> well, I see a thing on Facebook the other day saying it's out soon, but I'm sure I've read underneath it saying it's part one. Oh, no. Can
0: we do it as an excursion?
3: I
1: haven't it's... seen past. What was the Japanese one? Was Tokyo, two? Tokyo, Tokyo drip. Drip. two or three.
2: Oh, look, to be honest, yeah. the, the last couple, the, the the ones with the rocket and weren't actually too bad. Like they had, They still had a lot of the... Yeah, absolutely ridiculous stunts and whatever, but they they weren't actually too bad. the The last
3: one was um a bit, yeah. <laughs> I but mean, they've they're lost their the way. It's gone from yeah. being a mov- a car a movie about cars. Yeah, to just now been, being these like saving heroes. the world. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, how can you sad. go from a legal street race into oh, shit? We've got to call these boys because yeah, they can yeah. save the world, isn't it?
2: There's right. a nuclear weapon that's in the hands of a national, worldwide terrorist. let get yeah. Dom Toretto. Call that, call that bloke,
4: call that bloke <laughs> with the charger. Yeah.
2: Look, I mean, like, it's going to be absolutely, probably pathetic, but I'm I. I just need to. I just need to see it. I think. No,
0: yeah. I think. I think I'd like to see you, me and Scotty go and do it together.
1: I'll have to catch up on the others.
0: Yeah. well in the meantime, you could <laughs> you could binge a few, but yeah. yeah well, maybe yeah, we could anyway. have a list. Maybe we could have a watching party here. We'll watch them all, and then we'll go and watch the new one. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Marathon. Yeah, right. yeah.
2: The the chips Harley Davidsons don't come in in on there, mate.
3: What's that? Sorry. The Harleys the
2: chips, from Chips. The, the Harleys from Chips
3: don't, don't come in. Uh, more <laughs> the Ducati really... Supermotard. <laughs> yeah, there's not really, um, yeah. I,
2: bikes, hero <laughs> Bikes. t Bikes, not really much there.
3: Probably the Ducati out of the Matrix. Yeah, the like that movie Biker Boys. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen it. No, nah, um, oh, it hasn't really got anyone flashing it. It's a pretty average movie, but the bikes are good. They're just like... You know, like the Rough Riders in America, where they have all like their sections and their chapters, and that it's just that, yeah. and they're just doing quarter of a mile racing. But yeah, there are some nice bikes, and they like high boosted turbos with the extended swing arms and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah. yeah, cool stuff.
2: Um. Anyway, what's the last one we got now?
3: Words of inspiration. There we go. Anything to fire people up, mate. If you want something, just go and get it. If you want it bad enough, yep. don't sit there and go, oh, I don't know, I don't know. You're better off going and trying it yep. than going what if. That's yeah. what I've learned, definitely. Well, if Tom Toretto had never stolen a car? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be fucked. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been ended years ago. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah. nah, just, yeah. yeah just don't like, worry yeah. about the what ifs. Just have a crack. Get amongst it. Yeah. yeah, no. Love that. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool.
2: well. Oh. Music chat.
0: Music chat. (laughs) (laughs) It's even funnier. What's uh, what's
2: what's Lee listening to while he's making all these cars look pretty?
3: Never late podcast. Yeah, (laughs) if I'm not listening to a podcast, I've got. um, I'm a real big hip hop fan. I love my hip hop, like my nineties old school hip hop. So Biggie Smalls, Wu Tang. Yeah. Um, two pack, stuff like that. Um that's my go to. Yeah. So um yeah. And if I really need to get my set ass moving, a bit of drum and bass or sound just to fire me up and but yeah. I can't listen to that while I'm driving because 'cause I'll lose my ticket within <laughs> a minute. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> find yourself
0: all the time driving with the right foot as the song's building, yeah. you know, like not necessarily speeding, but, you know, you just definitely inject a bit into that car. It's like, worse when
1: you're a drummer. It's a kick drum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Going down the road, road with the old
3: kangaroo fuel in it.
2: <laughs> Any particular song that we could add on to the, uh, or a couple of songs we could add on to the playlist? Yeah. Any favourites?
3: What's the age limit on the? No, it
2: doesn't matter. Anything's possible.
0: Oh, oh, one of the loveliest ladies we've spoken to was probably Jasmine Green and uh, her head PE suggestion still, but he makes me blush.
1: (laughs) Oh, what was that again?
0: Head PE. Let's ride. Yeah, okay. You haven't heard it? Nope. No, you look it up, mate. It's on our podcast playlist
3: somewhere. But yeah, so nah, aim heavy, mate. So Um, Wu-Tang Cream. Yeah. That's a good one. And... Biggie Smalls, Juicy. There you go. Yep. there you go. That will do. Got us in. All right.
0: Roger that. Yep. Yeah. And because um, um, we don't have a separate, because we don't have a separate intro for it, I'm going to just sidetrack a little bit just into some YouTube stuff that I've been watching. Mm, Corridor yep. Crew on YouTube. Um, a heap of virtual, uh, video effects artists. Yeah. Digital effects artists. They got saw and made it G rated. <laughs> they, yeah. did a, they did a trailer for the new the latest John Wick and instead of uh Keanu Reeves We've got Steven Seagal in the trailer oh, sake. trying to work out whether the movie would be as inviting you know if they put Steve so they've done some really crazy and hey, so not
2: Steven Seagal. He's one of the most dangerous men on the planet
0: yeah <laughs> just ask him. and then they'll shift and then they'll <laughs> shift and do an R-rated Disney or something you know where they'll add a heap of really bloody drastic effects but oh, I'll have to it's check just that been out. really good it's they, cool. they debunk <laughs> a bit of they debunk a bit of um, moon landing conspiracy and a bit of alien conspiracy with their virtual effects knowledge. But yeah, I've seen a couple of those in in the past. Yeah, so corridor crew. They've been, a bit, crew. They've been a bit enjoyable. Cool. So, yeah, that's, and that's kind of taking me away from a little bit of music stuff I do and a bit of cast stuff. It's become a good distraction. So, yeah, yeah I, haven't, um,
2: I haven't really been on the YouTube as much. <clears throat> um, actually, I've I've found I've I've been. Not intentionally untruthful to Scotty, but Scotty asked me the other day what I've been watching. He gave me a whole list of stuff to watch because I've just it's been an autopilot. I've I've actually found um, Rust Valley Restorers on Binge, it used to be on Netflix. So I've just been catching up on the latest couple of seasons of them. Then I found uh, Eastbound and Down, so I've sort of revisited Kenny Powers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just in, in my off times. But, yes, the next the next batch will be the Yellow Jackets, Scotty.
1: Yeah, get on it. That's great.
2: I think
0: we um, spoke about
1: that last episode. Is that a bit yes. like Lost? Because
0: I saw someone saying about how they couldn't reveal parts of it to their family and friends and, you know, is yeah. there
1: some sort of weird cliffhanger oh, thing lingering in the dark. background that we it's may dark. never so find? It's know? basically, we remember the book and the films, um, Lord of the Flies, yeah. the, the shipwreck. Then later, then it was a plane crash. Yeah. So this is a plane crash of a girls' soccer team. Yeah. And get lost in the Canadian wilderness or something, and <coughs> trapped there for some pretty fucked up reasons. And um, yeah, it goes down a fucking dark path, and it flips between um, uh, like then, yep. trapped, and then when when the survivors get home, oh yeah, yeah, and their adult lives. Yep. So it's back and forth, but. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah.
2: yeah, I've got to get on it. I've yeah. heard a few other people get talk about it, so it's yeah, next good. on the list. Because I
1: think my
0: YouTube feed started messing with me. It's throwing up shit that I've watched before and not telling me that I've watched it before just to see whether I will watch it and not realise, you know. I go, yeah, I don't know. And I'm going um, to do something
1: unusual for music chat this week. I'm going to try and find something on YouTubes.
2: While you're doing that, I've got one real quick one. It came up on my release radar last week. Sophie Lloyd, I don't know if anyone's heard of her. She's a guitarist. No. And she usually just, she's sort of like Nita Strauss who just goes and plays with people. Um, so she had a new song out. She's had a couple of songs. The last one I think she had out had Matt Heafy from Trivium singing. This yep. one she's got uh, Lauren Babick, which I I don't know. The song is called "Hanging On" and it's a fucking cracker, Yep. cracker. And she can she can shred on these like she's a real shred guitarist.
0: Um, yep. So anyway, that's that's my contribution. Right. to Music I'll chat. Listen, are you looking to are you looking to add a snippet of audio in here, Scotty? Yeah. If we played samples of stuff we talk about, what's the what's the maximum? Ten tempo?
1: seconds, I like. think. You can play ten seconds and not get pinged. Yeah, is what the, right. the rules change depending on. Who you are. (laughs) Who you are. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I don't
2: think we've got anything to worry about.
1: No. So I went to see Sleep Token the other month. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're playing. (laughs) Uh, This is not – this is the – I was at the Melbourne gig, obviously. This is the um, Sydney gig. I don't know whether the audio is going to play, but I'll just – it's going to play. Uh, you can't really hear it very well. Anyway, this nice quiet beautiful song, crowd's all quiet, this person just drops the fucking worst wettest fucking fart. <laughs> like that thing would um what's the saying? That'd itch when it dries. <laughs> <laughs> sort of fat you go I, home for. I, I sort of wish it wasn't our our, our gig and not the Sydney one because, fuck, it would be funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, that's my music chat. Anyone um, want to share a fart? I thought you were going to let rip there. <laughs> Does anyone want to share to, a fart? You've
0: got to ask Lee. Roy a Roy highlight Roy. in the Never podcast.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll, do, we'll do Lee's three questions, will we? Yep. yep.
2: And that, that should probably see us out. Yeah, I reckon.
1: Let's go for it, mate. All right, so three questions, Lee. You've probably heard them from other people. I saw him grin at one before. <laughs> so uh Nickelback, yes or no? No. You got one? <laughs> you got
2: one there, AO. You got one. Yeah, I'm yeah. really keen to see what he says about Oasis being from the homeland.
1: Yeah. you no. go. No. No.
3: No. No. no, no, you are
1: pure hip hop, aren't you? Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah. So yeah.
1: Foo Fighters, then that's a no too.
3: No, not really. No. Yeah.
0: No,
1: you know <laughs> what you love. Yeah. What about Dave Grohl? He's a good, like though. Yeah, he's the- all. Yeah. Jesus. There you
4: go.
0: <laughs> so,
1: oh <no>. Okay. <laughs>
3: bring him in here and getting to spread them cheeks. We'll be able to give him a Three little kiss on the day, you know. He <laughs> needs it. It's uh, fuel for him. If yeah. I had to listen to anything, I'd rather listen to like Blur or Sand instead of Oasis.
1: I was Blur over Oasis, definitely. Yeah. 100%.
3: Yep. Coffee or energy drink? Um, both. One straight after the other on most days.
1: <laughs> uh, I got one. Yeah, mate. Pineapple on pizza. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fucking. There we go. <laughs> so you'll you be like Brian, my Brian Adams. You'll
3: stop asking eventually. Yeah. yeah. Too many yeses. Mate, being English, I <clears> can't <throat> eat a sandwich without having a bag of chips with it. Yeah. That's there. <laughs> yeah, it's just not what not right. <laughs> cricket now, No, you can't do it. Yeah, When I see people eating a sandwich, it's like, you need a fucking bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> do you layer the chips in the sandwich too? No, no, just rip it open, just mouthful of sandwich, mouthful of chips, done. Yep, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> Into it. Yep. You know, There's lunch sorted. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: good. That was a good chat. It was good to do just a normal chat and actually talk to someone about their life and whatever. It was good.
3: Do yeah, no, Thanks it. for having us. It was good. No, good that's fun. All right. Nothing you've yeah. left on the nothing you've left on the table, mate. You're no, a... I just want to say <clears> thanks <throat> to all my customers that have come in, really, and yeah, just without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. So it's just a word getting around.
1: Did yeah. um, that lady, uh, Kerry, come in?
3: Maybe. Um. To be honest, I've that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think she was gonna. Yeah. Yeah. What new, car was it? I want to say it was a new Mazda CX of some type, six or seven, no, nine. No, I haven't had one of them, no. Okay.
0: Did you do that one for Hodgie?
3: No. No. No, the black one with the flames. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, yeah. that thing was... Yeah, <clears throat> that nearly killed me more than Jamie's
0: Camaro, that thing. Yeah, and I think because that was an older car, an older yeah, build. Had it had a lot like, of blisters in the paint. It was so. never going
3: to find its way to perfect. No, nah, no, definitely not. Nah. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh,
2: well, I guess we can say if you've got any detailing, paint corrections, ceramic coating requirements, Lee's Auto Detailing up in um, Caravan Street.
0: Yeah. Hit them up. That's it. Yep, just on the left hand side as you come off Learmonth Road into that little bloody estate set up there.
3: You can see that I've got a big sign on was the back of my shed. So, yeah, big sign on the back of the shed you can
0: see from yeah. Learmonth Road. I saw Let's that the other day. So, so. now nah, get yourself up there to see Lee. Value for money and something you'll be able to clean less afterwards. Yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah, nah, that's awesome, <laughs> mate. Nah, appreciate you coming in, mate. It was a good chat. No, nah, really thank you. That. It was awesome. Thanks, yeah. mate. There you go. I got a bit of a passion for the cleaning, mate, yourself anyway. I, I, you do a oh, I, of... I
2: actually really enjoy doing it. The it's family not... detailer. I, would, yeah. I wouldn't go and offer my services to, to Lee. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I do enjoy doing it. Uh, do all the, yeah. I've done the father-in-law's mother-in-law's car. Yeah. I've got to do my auntie's car next, actually. She's been on my me case. I've got to do
0: that. Why, um, why go and work as a car detailer when you're about to write a check and buy thousands of EVs for our town, mate? You know, yeah. You, know, you want to be there for that Swan Song, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not happy anyway. about it. All right. <laughs> no. Thank you
2: all. Thanks, Scotty.
1: Pleasure.
0: No. All good. Till next time. Uh, Well, Moses, out roaming again, (laughs) joined by a familiar voice to the podcast now. That's it. I could just let you speak and people could could have a go at it, mate, you know. The
5: the, not the uh, (laughs) usual bloke, Dale Clay here, mate. That's it, Dale Clay, a.k.a.
0: Diesel Boy, a.k.a. uh, Show Cars Melbourne, Involvee. Everything. Everything, you know. (laughs) Occasional skid dropper as well. uh, You know. But he's been summering as well as occasionally in Mexico. Yep. And uh, he's my boy. That's it. And become a f- fucking pretty deer, mate in the last few months, I'd oh, say. been yeah, yeah. no way. We had a time we've spent standing on the grass up at the lake, shout yeah. out to lake cruises. Shout out
5: the lake cruises. Yeah. yeah. We had a bit Much of a shipyard.
0: That's <laughs> it. And. You know, up mates, buddy stakes. well, come and pick me up and took me for a bevy yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sat there with the pros of the uh, late cruisers yeah. in Greg and all that's of a sudden sick. the uh, Motor X stories started to come.
5: Yeah, that's
0: it. <laughs> and, you know, I understand, yeah, you, know, you like a bit of everything, you know, and yeah. from, yeah, you know, the lowly build that some old mate's knocked out in his shed to the top end, but stuff that comes out of some of these amazing shops. Oh, but, definitely. Yeah. Know, yeah. Whereas... um. Yeah, uh, well, dear mate too from the late cruisers and uh, hero to both uh, in Bill was oh. saying to me... Oh, Billy? Really? Oh, Billy couldn't quite get around his head at 83 that uh, some of these cars maybe don't even start, run or drive. Yeah. The yep. fact that, you know, those cars still get built that yep. may not have uh, operating internals and such. But yeah, again, you know, it's a pretty high-end art display really at the crux of it. But... Oh, definitely. I mean, look,
5: it, it, reality is... you. If, if you're going to build a show car, like a full-on show car, there's no point really having a 600, 1,000 horsepower engine. It's not going to get used. No. You can make it look like it's a 1,000 mm. horsepower engine, but in the end, that's still a lot of money to spend for something that's just going to sit there. And if you're just going to fire it up and then have to pull the rags out and
0: wipe it all down anyway. You yeah,
5: know? That, that's right, that's right, but... Um
0: but it's good too. Like, we've seen a lot of high cars built right on that top end that then go on to be enjoyed as road cars. And I I not see a dirt road. Like, if you're only going to build yourself a one time ever car, yep. you can still build it to the mass caliber and then just go and use it and get a few dings and marks around yeah. it. And,
5: yeah. You know, the but, are, that's the intention of some of the blokes. I mean, look, I, I, I get if you're going to build a show car that's a dedicated show car um, and you go to the. The nth degree of every little detail, colours, finishes, you name it, and the car comes out killer. Um, mate, it's just it, it is worth the effort. Yeah. They look they look sick, and if you know what you're looking at, you can appreciate what's been done. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, yeah, Craig McKenzie's one fat HR that you yeah. look, that'll never be a road car. No, and he knows that. Yeah. But, mate, this bloke has had that ute apart three times since last year. Yeah. Until Motor X. He's done pretty much all of it himself. Yeah. As far as I know. Very yeah. a little help from Christy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Christy. Um,
0: no, they're a killer team, and yeah. you can just see the passion and, you know, like the admiration that goes oh, into yeah. these things. Either that or
5: but... he's had a few punches to the head on yeah, know. Yeah, no, not, not too sure either. <laughs> no, Craig, Craig's a guy. Chipper dude,
0: chipper dude for sure. But, oh, uh, so, yeah, walk us in the gate, mate, you know. Now, it was Motor X Moody Valley, same as your Cars Melbourne event
5: it's similar it's probably got a bit more going on we don't have any sort of driving displays or anything like that but setup um, layout type similar in the layout or not really not really they've they've probably got a few more halls to use um you sort of got it. like they keep changing it every year you know one year's got street elite and next year it's all the superstars and then they they must have gotten they worked out they needed a Bigger, better, or at least a better-looking hall for the superstars, so they moved them. Yeah. So then I didn't know the street elite was actually in that other hall where there was like, and some of the cars that come back for the 21st anniversary were all in that shed. Yeah. Um, some of the unveiled cars for like Steve Aldrich and all of them, they were all in there, and I just like, I didn't even know that. But yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, well, look, they they got to do what they got to do. Um. But it seemed to work. Yeah, uh, the trade pavilion's really good usually. Um, it'd be nice if so they could get more um, manufacturers and and suppliers.
0: Yeah, yeah involved.
5: Whatever involved in it. Yeah. Um, but they've still got plenty. of I mean, you know, big names like Harrop, superchargers, and Blue Wire Automotive Electrical stuff, and Raceworks, and all yeah, those like names are still there. Yeah, they're all there, but. There could be more, I would imagine, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that was still well set up. Had a few decent cars in there. Give me some ideas that I probably shouldn't, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day.
0: And Yeah, again, it's a great promotion opportunity for anyone that's out there that really wants to stamp their foot into the culture to maybe get a stand down there and yeah, you know, and get right. chatting to a few because you know yeah. I mean, it's totally unrelated, but I was watching a bit of um, American drag racing stuff, like the Pinks All Out stuff. And I'm thinking, yeah. even here, like drag racing's off its head, like nearly back off. to what it was like in the 90s. Yeah. But it could still grow so much more. Like, you yeah. know, people could be still doing so much more with that. Spot. I think
5: people are getting very intrigued with the technology that's going into it now. And I was actually just watching a YouTube video from War Speed Engines just before. Yeah. Um, and he was saying he had like forty engines that spread out over three machine shops getting machined. Like, man, there's still a massive yeah. call for it. Like yeah. that's just one engine builder. It's so unreal. Yeah, people are still keen and then like taking talking to Jason Mansueto on Saturday. Yeah and it, you know those guys build killer engines and, and that's got sure some it, of the Jason. fastest yeah. cars in Australia
0: yeah
5: and uh, now they're in the suspension parts and doing this and doing that and it was just like we, we stood there t- talking to Jason for about half an hour like, yeah you know, top like willing to talk to you and yeah it's well, just everyone's getting into it well
0: uh, yeah I and mean, I didn't I didn't even miss the fact that I hadn't gone to Motor X until I started to see the photos. But even sitting here right now, I'm thinking about, well, that was our catch-up with Aiden Donald, and that's when we spoke about the Porsche and everything last yeah, year too. Yeah. And the fact that he could go on from his expression session and, you know, he had an idea to start developing parts for yeah. some of these elite builds, which, you know, yeah. I said I'd love to see it, you know, bring it on. because oh, Yeah, we can grow it,
5: so... What are your highlights, I guess, mate, from the show? Have you got... Yeah. Well, one of the things I did notice straight away, and this has come up time and time again, is the uh, Grand Champion from someone that's basically did, apparently, a 3,000k round trip, parked outside in the <laughs> real street with everybody else in the rain. and yep. shout whatever.
0: Out, shout out to the Porsche. Again, so the built Porsche. to a high level and they're getting used and enjoyed. Yep. You know, we're not... Also, bring Peter Sharp into this conversation because he's one I often reflect upon. You know, yeah. didn't get the grand trophy, built the elite car, and they're just out using it and changing it up yeah. and loving it. You know, yep. every post I see he brings a smile to the face. No, that's it. You
5: know, um, so, no, good stuff. So he did, yeah, see that there was good. Um, obviously. Jake my was out there in the Mustang doing skid demos, which was really good. Yep. They actually let them go a bit further than they did last time. Yep. Um, the XR, the XR was there. Yeah, um, Peter Grimose had the XR there. That, every time you hear that thing, full noise, is just ridiculous. It's so painful. 700 cube. <laughs> Straight out, like it goes right through you. Like yeah, it's, you know, it's insane. But to hear the Mustang sitting on like 9,000 RPM is just another. Yeah. Again, okay, really
0: bring tears to the eyes of
5: grown men. That's no, crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it did get to catch up to Jake, although he didn't, couldn't really sort of stick around too long. But anyway, yeah. that is what it is. Mr. Popular. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we, and just to catch up with all the mates, but um, to see. Like Pro GM Eight Frank's car, Yep. they've been busting a gut on that car for ages. Did really well at SummerX. Did really did well at MotorX last year. Got Super Six, which I think is, I believe, is what they were going for this year. Yep. and they got it, so they're happy with that. Um, again, Craig McKenzie, yeah. mate, like <laughs> to do what he's done over the last few months between, you know.
4: Before the the Moody thing as, as well as, as, as some of that. You know, and other cars. All the other cars.
5: Bikes. And, <laughs> and the bikes <laughs> and that. And it, this guy, you know, yeah, he, get, he probably gets a hand here and there, but Craig's still the one bastard I got to get all this. And for him to get the three prizes that he did, um killer effort considering the competition. Oh, amazing effort. And considering that the winner was a, Nothing against it, but it was a shop-built car. Yep. The budget was huge, and Craig still only come he, he come third to that car. Like he's, still you still cannot, Blake. Yeah, he's still Mr. Blake, and he's Mrs. in the shed. Yeah, you know can't you just can't
0: dismiss that. That's just yeah, unreal.
5: Yeah.
0: And that sort of led us to conversations yesterday out at the Shamrock, probably, that maybe there should be a more elite, you know, a... A build for yeah, a trophy or an award for the shop built built compared to home built when you're competing in the same class. You know. I mean, you're always
5: gonna probably outsource some stuff. Not every bloke can build everything and do everything in their cars. But no, you're amazed how many can. I mean, take Jasmine Green for example. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean. Um, she can do a hell of a lot. And
0: she's really good at documenting
5: what she's doing <laughs> yeah. as well. You know,
0: you can see it happening in real time. You know, I think that's works.
5: actually something else that needs. People need, one thing I did notice this year at Motor X is a lot of the information that was given with the cars. Especially yeah. the more elite cars, like um, the XY, that Forge, that won pretty much everything. Yeah. He had brochures and stuff you could grab and look through and see all the details yeah just It had like a thing on the stand that showed a blueprint of the car and and things like that um and they weren't the only ones that were doing stuff yeah. like that and then you look at how it has to, again we've said this where he absolutely documented everything through his youtube channel yeah everything he did, did did to that egg so yeah no, it's
0: amazing the way howard's embraced it yeah so. and you've said before too like some of these guys who were just but heroes of yours distant yeah. in the magazine that have just come to become dear or mates so they yeah. have a couple of drinks <laughs> on a set up night and hanging yep. a bit of shit on each other and you know That's it. ron barclay included i guess yeah. but he had his um Camaro down there just yeah. to show the in the build progress on it
5: yeah that that car is amazing as as per Ronnie Barclay. There's not you wouldn't expect any less out of him. Yeah, it's just a, he's one of the, the benchmark builders from way back. So yeah, you can't really argue with that.
0: Yeah, and word was maybe you still got a U2. too.
5: I so. believe you I'll have to double
0: check. Yeah, I think he may still have that. Neither U2. confirm nor deny at this yeah. stage. <laughs>
5: yeah, I'd say he would, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but look it. The, the level that Australian car builders are getting to is just amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I'm good friends with Shane Ray from Southern Rod and Custom. He had two cars that were, one was the inaugural winner, the Model A. Yep. At, one at um, Motor X. And then I think three years later, they had that 57 there that won. And then I think they had another car of that guy's won something probably a year later or the next year or something yeah, yep. those cars haven't been seen in over 10 years yeah and the quality of building even back then those cars still look amazing yep um even the xr falcon that zeroed with the power Strike diesel in it that thing looks as fresh as the day it was built yeah and it hasn't moved out of that dude's climate controlled shed for 10 years or <laughs> it's just amazing it's
0: unreal I suppose another build I can mention being the Never Late podcast would have been the Blue LHSLR 5000 of Daniel Cassis. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I've heard two versions of. One is that he built it for himself and it was built a bit on the quiet and no-one realised he had it he's been biding his time. The other one I heard is that maybe he thinks he'll get 250k for it, so it might yeah. be straight on the market anyway. I think it's
5: but probably both stories.
0: You know, yeah, both stories could be exactly true. Who knows, you know, and we actually... Yeah, shout out AO, who's not sitting here with us, you know, but yeah. chances are, you know, that 57 wagon will end up on the market and yeah. don't be surprised if he buys something of a lesser price value, you know, because life's just life, you know. Yeah. That's just, it. Things work the way they work, so, um, yeah.
5: yeah.
0: Trying to think of any other standout. Oh, that yeah. XR we spoke about, um, the orange one with the oh, the, yeah, with the, yeah, so, yeah. the stranger, strange bonnet and the... Uh, Apparently, was, apparently two left-hand doors joined together, opening as one.
5: Yeah, so I think he had... Yeah, the passenger's doors open all in one piece and then the driver's side has a normal opening front door and the back door's a suicide door. I think.
0: Yeah.
5: I heard a rumour the guy
0: that built it, maybe the guy that started it, um, is the guy that's got that Overkill Magna. I think,
5: if anything, Resinance. he may have finished it, the XR, but, yeah, he does own, still owns, um, unless... Yeah. The that so, yeah. did actually sell. I know it was for sale. The Magna Overkill was for sale. Yeah. Like, I I know who was looking at buying it, but I don't know if he actually has. Mm. Um. But yeah, he owns that Magna. Yeah. That was originally built by I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he ended up finishing that, that XR, which just looks like a jigsaw puzzle, and
0: yeah,
5: everything opens every which way. Asymmetrical yeah,
0: it's, customs are a bit different. different you know. It yeah, is it's a different, different car. But it's not going to be a car that sees use. So, nah. You know, nah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, you know, we have a hard time getting out the left-hand side in a supermarket car park. A little bit awkward, yeah. I've only ever seen one photo posted since the event of that passenger side. Yeah, so,
5: yeah. Nah, no, it's... I don't know, look. Yeah, Steve Aldrich had a few cars that he unveiled there. They were always killer as per usual. Although I'm surprised they weren't green. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. Not all of them can be. Yeah. Um, Jeez. God. Oh, seeing seen Lee Brash's car. Yeah, that's what um, so, I should have got here. I
0: was meaning to get here sooner.
5: Yeah, so um, <laughs> I saw Lee walking through the Superstars Hall and he was asking me where the car was and I, I kind of knew where it was and sent him down there and then went down yeah. and had a look at myself. I think Lee's pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's hanging to get it home. Yeah. Um, but I think it was going to be leaving the show and going back to get some little final touches before he actually receives the car. Yeah. But man, he him and his missus look rapt. Like, oh, we've hey, stood Andy's
0: great. place. He stood in the shed, showing me where it's going to be parked. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And that's that glorious buddy twin spinner custom, yeah, and chopped and fucking suicide doors. Yeah. He story it's the only one in the country with suicide doors.
5: There's a bit going on there. It's, it's been, Or it I'd, was at least the first. You know? Yeah. But um, good luck keeping that white roof clean. But anyway, <laughs> and the interior for that matter. But uh, no, he'll, he'll enjoy it. He'll look pretty happy about the whole deal. So.
0: And friend of the podcast is looking at uh, putting something on out at his uh, bed and breakfast yeah. out near Creswick. So at some point, if people That's want something. to have a look, they can get attached to that event and come out and see it in the flesh. So. That's it. And yeah, no, other be good times.
5: Um, gee, I don't know. They're just, like I said, the, the standard of cars are getting, that. Uh, that good now like even the it was a little e-series BMW there with a 5 litre V8 in it and the detail on that like, I think that's partly where Australian custom builders are going to go because not not that there's any anything wrong with it but how many times can you do a Commodore or a Falcon a Chev or a, you know like yeah. it's very hard to do something somewhat original <clears throat> original and unique um, but then to see that BMW the Porsche and now that green Jag like that Jag he won quite a few trophies. Yeah. Um, all the prizes were announced on the Sunday, and he won like best interior for Street Elite. So I think paint and something else. That's really cool. And that thing was phenomenal. And they're as much a traditional building in our scene as anything else. Yeah. It's like, yeah. G- I <laughs> mean, Turbo Barra swapped. I mean, yeah. if you were going to jump up and down about the car, and then you see there's a Turbo Barra, and they're like, yeah. what? No, there's no issue, mate. Yeah, That's no, exactly. no, no. no 350, no Cleveland, yeah. you know, what's going on? But it's yeah, it. those cars, people used to love them, you know. Yeah, you know, and do. the car motor originally been a six-cylinder though, when it was first yeah. built as a, from Jaguar. They've just put another a decent motor in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. It's probably not going to break down. It makes a shit tonne of power. A little
0: more serviceable. Yeah. I saw a rebuilt yeah. 308 to, for sale today for eight grand,
5: you know. So. like <laughs> Yeah, they're just it's well built. It's just the way that I think things are gonna have to go. People are gonna try and do something different. Like last year at Motor X, there was a Corolla station wagon there oh, that blew me away. Yeah, you like, know, it's the beautiful. finish on that car was just Yeah, awesome. So yeah. I don't think it really should matter too much about what the car is. People are probably gonna jump up and down about the whole thing again. Yeah. But I still like it. It's a the bit.
0: finish on it. You know, I was laughing about the Mooney Valley event that the fucking one one of the very few people we spoke to won he's one the best original with his little Camaro. Oh, the Camaro! <laughs> yeah.
4: But that's yeah, right.
0: funny. Like and then St. Anne's winery, you know, throw the arm around your brother and while mm. the old, your brother wins the buddy sponsor's choice for the event. But shout out Lee's Auto Detail. And
5: yeah, he Turned yeah. up there looking impeccable. And he probably would have been shattered when he seen the dust on it. But yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: it
5: blew straight off. In fact, well, most of it blew straight I saw off. People
0: out. rolling into some into Myrnyong who were hanging back about four car lengths behind the ones in front that were churning the dust. You know, yeah, that's you get a bit the, of spacing in the line at times. Yeah, but um yeah. No, that
5: was a bit surprise for him. But yeah, it's a shame. We probably probably should have done something that actually entered the car at Motor exit. The the bit of a I don't know. We sort of thought it might have ended up somewhere, and then things were going a bit. Hey, like you had some stuff to sort out on it anyway, and it was yeah. kind of like you chase some problems, and you get the car in there, and you got to deal with those problems if the battery's dead or something like that. It's yeah. just not much fun. Yeah. So, there's no real rivalry
0: between the show cars, Melbourne and the Motor X sort of crew. You know, you guys all sort of probably know each other. And, oh, you know, I yeah. think we've been up. Uh, well, we get we do actually. I meet know asked to help. I know you sometimes. host, and you know, like yeah, well, your event is actually a pretty final. As yeah, well, it's like a qualifying
5: cool. event, yeah.
0: Yeah.
5: Um, but, yeah, there were a few cars, like, we get asked to bring some cars along for the real street display outside, and I think they had, I don't know, 20-odd cars that were just from members of the Show Cars group. And, yeah. Um. I think the weather probably put a hell of a lot of people a lot of people off. It wasn't just them, so yeah. there would have been a lot more cars I there. Think people I are know. starting to feel. I mean, I know
0: on the smaller events, people are starting to feel the cost, or being more right. critical yeah. of the cost it takes. You know, when it costs you, it may cost you twenty five to take your car into a car show. But yeah, you know, again, we know no cars, no show. Yeah, so it sort of got but. Yeah, shout out Lake Goldsmith. This guy <laughs> yeah. goes into the public car park, gets lost, gets redirected to the exhibitor's entrance, wander in there, fill out their bit of paperwork, get yeah. me wristband. I said, what am I going to give you? She goes, no, you're all right. I said, I'll just <laughs> hug then, is it? Hug <laughs> yeah. the deer at the gate, drive in, and I was in the event. So no. Didn't have to pay an admission after no, that. No, well, that's all right. And that's a steam-based event. Not yeah. exactly about 308-powered fucking 48 Nash Ambassadors. But
5: yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know, it's just... Yeah. I think it's the same as anything, though. Everything just keeps creeping up in price. I just don't understand why it, the price difference was so big when you can buy tickets halfway through the year for this much, and then at the gate it was this much on the day. What changed? Yeah, well, that. But, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, no, understandable. And I don't know. And again, if you know where the money's being directed, if you know it's to a cause you're passionate about, yeah. if you know it's going I somewhere, look, then I you know.
5: <laughs> the likes of hiring the Melbourne showgrounds is a massive expense. Well, yeah, like there's be a huge outgoing. Um, yeah. So yeah, but in the end, the events are going to be put on. People who people want to go, go you know. and people were lining up. Yeah, um, if people want to go, they'll go. Yeah. If the events aren't there. No, no. Again, you know, I go to
0: a music festival and pay 120 bucks or whatever yeah. to go and see, you know, four bands or you know, yeah. whatever. But so yeah, people still pay to go out and get entertained and. I think Ayo is probably a bit like me. He's probably looking at the photos going, mm, maybe we should have been there, shot a
5: video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a... I hate doing that when you see, see an event, you go, damn it, I should have gone. Oh, some really of the bad. skid comps to that that I see the boys go to and I'm like, damn it, I should have made this. Yeah. Should have made sure I could go. I realised last
0: night when we were sitting at the pub and you were chatting that, yeah, we could definitely get a conversation into the end of an episode. So yeah. we've done well there. <laughs> and, yeah, not to take against, like when we talk about custom shops building earlier and different type cars. Mm. Yeah, not to take away from the fact that a Wonderful Commodore is still a wonderful Commodore. Oh, if anyone's yeah. interested, there's a VF sitting out here somewhere <laughs> yeah. in the shed that's still available. with
5: yeah, it's still for sale. With a
0: Whipple <laughs> supercharger and uh, no, it's a well, it's a Harrop <laughs> Harrop. One on
5: one, But yeah, um, yeah that's still up for grabs.
0: Yeah, you know it's got big power. It's a good car. Yeah, pretty nice, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, don't have time to drive all your
5: cars, so yeah. that one doesn't get driven a lot. So that's that's right.
0: Yeah, shoot us a DM if you're interested <laughs> in buddy hooking up.
5: Yeah, 2014 VF
0: <laughs> SSV. There you go.
5: Absolutely, and 680 horse at the wheels. There you go. And 57,500 and Ks on it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so there you go. You need a really good VF, there's one. That's it. And man. that'll get some uh, pistons back into this fucking diesel. It's helping. It'll help, yeah. It'll make me a bit more comfortable about it. <laughs> <probably>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the ball's rolling on that. I think we've got a, a long bare long motor for the F two fifty, so Yeah. That'll probably get pulled down and shipped off for machining and all that soon. So Yeah. A yeah. uh, couple of months and hopefully that big girl will be back on the road. Yeah, I was only just thinking the other day about a 304 that I'd offered to someone else who I don't
0: think they need it or I don't think they've followed it up, so maybe no. that's mine and maybe that ends up in that little Chevy love at some point. So, yeah. yeah. You know, I get to be that bloke who puts yeah. a Holden in the Chev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put a Holden badge on it.
5: <laughs> yeah, absolutely perfect. That's it. Yeah. Uh, well, mate,
0: not much more to chat around, I guess. Yeah,
5: oh, look, I... This time of year, the weather's just going to make things a bit harder. Yeah. Um, do you learn a little bit
0: each year, maybe, from Motorex and the way they do things when it comes to them putting
5: your events on and the way you guys do things? We, we do a little bit. Whether yeah. it's good or bad, I won't say. But <laughs> it's, I don't know. Everyone's got to learn everything. I mean, I know, like we said, we've said in an earlier podcast, where I think this year's Mooney Valley was the smoothest that's run in a long time. But We've, you know, actually, like anything, we've evolved and figured stuff out. And, yeah, 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 this year was this year was killer. So
0: yeah, and like I've said too, with with your event at Mooney Valley, the fact that cars could be still loading in as people are walking around, you know, yeah. like no one's in danger. There's no, you know, it was yeah. just really organic the way it all came together. Like the big displays are already in place and have been, but you know, you yeah. just keep fill on the ground while the show's going on. Yeah, I mean,
5: you're squeezing four or 500 more cars in there and, and people still want to around to have a look. Like, the staff that we've got and everything, we manage it pretty well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, really. We're trying to get it keep going smoothly. And, yeah, yeah we've got um, our Father's Day show in Ackland Street coming up on the 3rd of September and hopefully that'll go just as smoothly. But, yep. man, if everyone shows up at one time, Beach Road is... <laughs> bumper a bumper, mate. Like, it is crazy yeah, stuff, yeah. so... No, and it's a good scene, too, because that's
0: a big part of Melbourne's life, too, is just right. that beach cruise on a Sunday or, yep. you know, like... Yeah, yeah, always. Just...
5: And, I mean, here you get, like, um, Johnny Ricker and all the boys, all these big Mexican street outlaws come. That's like 80, 90 cars just on their own. Like, <laughs> they show up and then all the elite... Not elite, but, you know, close-on elite show cars that come and then all the, yeah, the street-driven... Yeah, real nice weapon, fast cars, whatever they show up. It's just a killer event, so
0: yeah, that no, good stuff. Look forward to it. Yeah, me asked down one. to this one this year because yeah. I can't remember. There's something that always comes up on Father's Day that used to throw me, but I think I'm right now. <laughs> nah. that's it. All good, Dale. Cheers for the chat, mate.
5: No worries. It's
0: the part where, yep, there we go. Find the stop. Mate.